you better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Hello, squirrels, and welcome to another podcast of Squirrel Talk Found on the Sonar Network. We are so enthused for this podcast today. Uh, by the way, my name is Vicky Licks. That's Vicky with an I, not with a Y, because Vicky's with a Y do mess. You know how it is. And my co-host is Hillary Yes. Hey, girl, it's me, the one and only Hillary Yes. Obviously, you're talking about me. I'm the famous one here. Hi. We're doing this through Zoom this time, and we're all what we're watching each other. And I've never done this where I've been <laughs> you. I'm scared. I'm scared. Now you get to see all the cartoony things that go with my vocalizations, and you're gonna just shit yourself. I know. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> Who's that voice? Who's that voice I hear? It's <laughs> my butthole. I think we should just introduce them right away, Hillary, because I'm so enthused to have yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, they are. They people hate when I say legend, but you know what? Fuck you. You're a legend. You're an icon. And oh please God, welcome her to the. Welcome here to our podcast of Squirrel Talk. It's Chi Chi LaRue. Yay. Now let's, ah. let's, let's correct you, Vicky. It's pronounced Shishi. Sh- oh, Shishi? Yeah. Have I been saying this wrong? Oh, it's it's French, darling. It's French. Shishi LaRue. <laughs> it, means, it means chic street. So I'm a chic prostitute, I guess. Oh, I love that. God. I've been so wrong. I thought it was Kai Kai. <laughs> Similar, you know, different. Like for for forty years of doing drag, I've had to literally correct people. So I just kind of. <laughs> you know, I mean, I yeah. I had no idea. I literally thought it was Chichi Larue. It's Chichi Larue. It's French, yes. Okay, how did how did that happen? Where did this name come about? Um, well, I used to uh, when I was living in Minnesota the first time, or you know, I'm from Minnesota, so. Uh, a bunch of us guys got together and did this kind of hag drag group. And we went down to uh, win a contest at First Avenue where Purple Rain was filmed. And um, it was called The Great Pretenders. And you would get up and you would impersonate or you would lip sync a song, you would do an act and there would be judges. And we did the Weather Girls, um, It's Raining (laughs) Men. And so we called ourselves the Weather Gals. And we were just a bunch of hairy, uh, not attractive men that were dressing in drag. There was a flow, there was a June, there was an Alice, there was a Rose. And there was- Sounds a like the latest episode of Drag Race, honestly. <laughs> and you know, it's, so it's just kind of like, it was something that we did here and we won the contest. And actually from performing at First Avenue so often, I was asked to be in Purple Rain by Prince himself. Wow. wow. Seriously, Prince came up to you? He did. We were, oh, we were actually friends. friends. We used to go, he would come and sit with us at Rudolph's Barbecue. Yeah, I, very sad when he passed. I bet I mm. bet you bumped uglies with the best of them. That's incredible. Well, I've met a lot of my, my idols and I'm very blessed for that. Wow, that's incredible. So when, what, what era is this? When did Chichi, Chichi, when did Chichi kind of evolve? The Purple Rain was 1983. And I believe that, so like what was, like 40 years ago, it was what? Um, uh, 1981? 
When did I start? Yeah, I probably I probably started around 1981, 1982. Yes. Okay. Yes. You've been. And I was performing at a little bar called the Townhouse in in um, uh, St. Paul, and um, and just with a bunch of fabulous Minnesota drag queens, um, Dee and Stevie and Nikki. You know, it was like back then there wasn't a lot of last names. D. Snyder. Mm. D. Snyder. It wasn't D. Snyder, but it was <laughs> D, D, there was a D. <laughs> we love a D. <laughs> I know you love a D, Shishi. <laughs> what, was the, what was the drag scene like back in Minnesota? Minnesota. Well, it was, it, you know, it, it's not like it was, it was pretty uh, ballady and very like, but we were comedy queens, uh, the Weather Gals. And we do we would do funny songs, you know, Papa Don't Preach, and we would be pregnant, and you know, we just <laughs> did a lot of really crazy stuff. And most of the drag queens were very uh, serious, you know, Janet, uh, Whitney, um, you know, uh, uh, Barbara Streisand. You're speaking you know, our that, language because we're we're a comedy house ourselves. She she totally so fully get that. Yeah. Where are you guys? Toronto. Yeah. Oh, I love Toronto. You guys got to, I want to come there and do a show with you guys. Yes, come out. We'd love to have you. That would be so fun. What what club do you perform at? We got you. That's the thing here is like, <laughs> it's, it's the top 40 bars, but we have to make our own spaces here. So, you know, we're constantly making new venues and because of COVID, everything's shut down. So a lot of yeah, yeah. closed now. It was like a wrecking ball. Miley Silas came in and just destroyed it, everything. <laughs> well, I'm going to Columbus uh, this weekend um, to do for the big gay softball um, World Series. So there's gonna be thousands of gorgeous- A gay softball. softball World Series? Yeah. This is like a global softball league? Yes, a gay softball league, and they're all coming there for the World Series. Yeah, well, y'all know that the gay men love to play with their balls, am I right? Balls and bats, honey. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody knows about that, it's she, she, Larry. You know, I try. How so? If anybody isn't not familiar, and you live under some kind of friggin' rock, like me, I do. I'm a flat earther, and I live under a rock. That's true. Hillary <laughs> yes, is a flat earther. Don't listen to her. So no, <laughs> I need to be educated. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, Shushi is the <laughs> most iconic porn director, adult industry director. <gasps> Uh, ah! And if you've ever seen a gay, your eyes, girl, a gay, ah, my eyes, my eyes, a gay adult flick, you have seen some of Shishi's work for sure. And so, I've also done straight, and I've done uh, trans movies, and I've yeah. done bisexual. So I've done a lot. You've done it all, and that's. But how did so? How did that kind of happen? So you started your drag first in the entertainment, right? That was your first step. Yes, I started drag in Minnesota, and then I moved to Los Angeles in 1980. Or and then so I we moved there with nothing we moved there with ab literally when I say nothing nothing um we loaded up my my roommate Kevin's car who was Rose in the weather gals and we drove across country to LA and moved into an apartment and had no money and wow. basically was eating ramen noodles and sleeping on towels as beds wow. and towels Yes, you would lay a towel out and put a pillow down and sleep on that. And um, so there was a bar in LA, which is still there, but it's called Mickey's now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the four star when I went there. And there was uh, a drag queen hostess named Erica, 
who would do a contest every Wednesday night. And guess what it was called? Tell us. Drag Race. Of course. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Yes. And one night even. Well, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So she had a little bit of a a little bit of a substance problem and she just didn't show up one night. And I had been there so often that they were like, Larry, Shishi, you've got to do this. You've got to be the host. So I ended up being the host um, for the rest of the time. And one night, this tall, gorgeous drag queen sauntered into, into Mickey's or into the four star and entered the contest and her name was RuPaul. Lady Bunny? Oh no, oh, RuPaul, okay. Is yeah. this true? Is this true? Wow. Wait, 1985 LA? 1980 was it was she did Star Booty. So it was yeah, it was 1980. Wow. That's yeah, 1985 or 86. That's an exclusive. It was right before she, you know, blew up with supermodel and all that. Of course, that was a couple years later. She was doing the whole Star Booty thing. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she she had the drag race on her mind for a while then. Okay. And you were So there. you're saying she was a contestant on drag race a long time ago. <gasps> original drag race at oh my Star god. Saloon in <laughs> Hollywood, California. Oh my god, we are learning things. <laughs> That's an interesting yeah, thing. So that was kind of fun. And I remember she won the contest and we would do it, you know, they would they were giving a hundred dollars to the winner, and these girls would come every every uh, week and try to win. And you know, it was it was it was a good time. It was a good time. And and I actually uh, you know, started my job at Catalina Video around the same time and you know, was looking for boys at the same time, and I discovered many a talent out in West Hollywood and you know, directed my first movie in 1986. And um, yeah, so the rest is history. I've been going strong since. Wow, okay. So it was so you were working with the studio, the Catalina, right? Catalina, yes. Okay, and so that kind of introduced you as a director and then you just, the ball got rolling from there. And I actually, they wouldn't, they, I directed one thing that William Higgins let me direct and there was someone there at the, at the studio that did not want me to direct. He was very anti me. And he said to me, and mind you, this was coming from a very, very, very large man, um, that I had to lose 100 pounds before I could direct. Before you could direct? Why? <laughs> For directing? Girl, if you find out, let me know. <laughs> You're behind the camera. Who cares? Yeah, I know. No, it was, it was, it was just anything to stop me from doing it. Oh, so I had to eventually uh -huh. quit and went to another studio. And then I ended up going back to Catalina and then I started directing for whoever would write me a check. I directed a lot of straight stuff. I was under contract to Vivid for a while and directed many of the Vivid girls, Jenna Jameson and um, you know, a lot of Tara Patrick and a lot of the girls and which I loved. I loved doing straight porn. But you know, I was very <laughs> condom, I was very condom. I really, you know, wanted everyone to use condoms. Well, and this is also during the 80s and the 90s where also, I mean, there was a huge pandemic happening within the the sex community, right? Yes. And mostly in the gay community, it was kind of actually a little prejudicial because, uh, you know, they kind of blamed that on gay people and um, the gay lifestyle. And of course. I mean, you know, it was, it was terrible. The gay cancer, they called it, it was terrible. 
It was. I can't, I, even, I can't even imagine going through that period. I can't even imagine. Well, I went through it. Yeah. And it was, you know, I wanted so desperately to protect people and, and not be, and, and send a message out there to people that were watching these movies to practice safer sex. Uh-huh. With all the, um, all the innovations and all the research and all the science and all the everything, I think that we're going to have a, I think we're going to have a vaccine for AIDS. I think I personally it's think. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's, I think we're going to have a cure for it, to be honest. I think we're going to have that in the next couple of years. And I think this COVID thing, which yeah. is disgusting and awful, has pushed it, you know, to, to come up with a, a vaccine for it. And I have, I have mixed feelings on that because it took COVID for them to get there, which is kind of like, well, something that has affected everybody is what's now going to, you yeah. know, that's something that affects the gay community. On that fast, honey, when it was affecting right. uh, po politicians and housewives uh, and, uh, you know, everyone. That's the truth. I mean, that's Well, because truth. I think they use quite a lot of the research that was already done for AIDS research for the COVID vaccine. I so think, I think that they, they were close to, they've been close to, a, to yeah. a vaccine for AIDS for a long time. The bottom line is it's about time. And it's, I'm, yeah. I'm, very, I'm very excited to see what's gonna happen with that. I'm very excited. Yep. Yeah, fingers like, crossed. Fingers crossed. Knock on all the wood. Back day for for everyone when that happens. Yes. Um, not just for the gay community, but for everyone. For everybody. Listen, yeah. this is affect everybody. It's not just yeah. one community, and that's that's yeah. the thing we're learning more and more and about. Like, it taught us anything. It didn't pick and choose. That's the truth. Don't matter how much money you have, how little money you have, what color you are, doesn't matter. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Um, I, I, I've seen some of your uh, earlier films and there used to be some stuff in there where, you know, th there was condom promotion in the, in the films where the actors yes. were talking about it. I thought that was like such a time of like, it was- And I always like showing the guys put them on yeah. and um, actually inquire the, or like incorporate them into the sex and because make it hot, make condoms kind of part of the sex, mm. which is kind of high. I mean, you can be kinky with a condom and you yeah. can be, you know, whatever it's like if we have to use them let's let's incorporate them in a way that's not just kind of all of a sudden they're there and there isn't a lot of sex education for the queer community like there, we don't teach queers about sex or how to douche or any of that stuff it's all you know through friends or you know there's no information for any of that so yeah for, for us to spread that information is just a way of like it's building a community in some way because we are a sexual community even if you're asexual you're part of the sexual community. Yes, and men especially are hugely sexual. I'm talking about gay and heterosexual. Yeah. And I believe that it's hard for men to stay monogamous. I believe that, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I want things to be equal for everybody, but I'm, I'm not strong. I don't really strongly agree with gay marriage. I, you know, I don't really agree with marriage. I, I second that, but Hillary is engaged. Hillary is engaged. <laughs> oh, <are> you? <laughs> well, hey, I live under a rock and I'm a flat earther. Flat so earther. here's the ring. Well, you know, we're all good for you. I mean, I'm, are you planning on having three ways? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, hey, uh, like do you have two ways. Hardly. I mean, that's the weird thing for me is like, I'm not the most sexual person in general. So like, I'm on that side of the spectrum. So I'm just like, oh, I'll take anything I can get as long as Fine, we can eat cheeseburgers together, you know? What's your astrological sign? Oh, don't. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Gemini. 
Okay, well, that explains a lot. Be Does it? Be afraid, <laughs> Shushi. I'm a Scorpio, so oh, I'm a Of course pervert. you are. You know, and I'm loyal, and I'll be your best friend, and I'll also try to get you to uh, stick a traffic cone up your butt or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God bless. You know what, Shushi, I can't wait for our movie. That'll be great. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. So that's how you got started, and so you were doing that... And doing drag at the same time, then you're balancing things. Yes. Um, did one kind of overweigh the other at some point? Did you feel no, like- No, I actually used them. It was like they complemented each other. So my drag would promote my porn and my porn would promote my drag. Now, a lot of people were not happy that I was this big out there flamboyant drag queen that was directing gay sex. And I got a lot of flack for it. And I was called a condom Nazi and I was, called a lot of things, but I, I stood strong and I became, you know, a person that you could trust to take care of you if you did these movies. And, you know, it's, it was something I loved. I mean, I've been doing it for 38 years, so I've been doing something right. That's incredible. Yeah. And tr trust is really important, especially, I mean, there's a lot of vulnerability with, you know, it's sex, people are naked. There's a lot of vulnerability and egos and stuff involved. It's, you yeah. have to be able to trust the people you're working with. So I think you've done that. And I was going to ask there's you- There's a lot of jealousy and there's a lot of backstabbing and there's a lot of, I mean, it's <gasps> very, very, uh, it's like the drag world. Drag, honey. <laughs> right, you just run from one world for, to escape the toxicity and you run into another and it's still there. You know what? There's toxicity everywhere in the world. Yeah. You know, if there's two shoe salesmen that are selling one shoe salesman <laughs> selling more than the other one, there's going to be jealousy and toxicity. So, you know, it's just kind of, you know, the music business is the same way. Yeah. Um, the acting, uh, you know, Hollywood, there's always, there's always someone waiting to, there's always a know me. There's always a showgirls know me. Mm -hmm. We know. Don't mm -hmm. do the car show. Don't do the car show. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to ask about, you've done music, right? You've done some tracks. You're, you are a DJ. You are one of the best DJs. Oh, thank you. I don't know if I'm one of the best DJs, but I'm a good, I'm a cool DJ because I play really fun music and I keep the the crowd happy. I'm not really a mix master. I'm not good. I'm, I've got musicality. And that's what RuPaul told me was that I had musicality. And I did a track with RuPaul that was really fun. Oh, what um, was that? It was called LGBT. Okay. And it was on it was on her realness album. Oh nice. it's still getting little checks every twice a, a month from that, like a 30 yes. check. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. And I've I've done some of my own tracks. And um, you know, I I just like being in the public eye. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back doing more drag shows now than I ever have. And I always said that I would be done at 50 and I would burn all my drag or sell all my drag, but I got a fucking drag room. Mm. I always say is like once it's like drag chooses you and it chooses you for life. It's like, you really can't give that up, even though you may have different things you want to do with your life or whatever, but it's always going to be there. So it's going to be a part of you. Listen, drag has totally. Has, Drag has given me a lot and I've given back to drag and I, and drag has given me a really great platform. And it's, I've done some amazing things in drag. I have met, you know, I've been to Elton John's house for a birthday party. I have, 
I have uh, done the March on Washington and performed in front of the monument. And, you know, I've done a lot of stuff and it's been pretty amazing. It's your career speaks for itself, Shushi. Let me tell you, it's incredible. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly just so proud that you've been keeping this up for this long because it's just like, you know, some people get tired and they're like, you know, I don't want to do this, but you're just still, you're still doing the DJing, you're still directing, you're doing everything still. You're one of the hardest working girls in showbiz. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I, I'm an old bitch and it's like, it's so funny because now I'm doing tea dances. I'm doing, I do <laughs> once a month, I do once a month in Palm Springs at Oscars in downtown Palm Springs. I've got a residency there for once a month called She's Tea. <laughs> and um, um, I, my next one is on October, and I'm sorry, uh, September 12th. And I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to Columbus to be at Access um, this weekend. And then I go to New Orleans for Southern Decadence. And then I'm off to Palm Springs for my Oscars gig. Oscars gig? Yeah. You're doing oh, Oscar party? No, Oscars. The, the, I do once a month at Oscars, which is oh, a Oscars. restaurant downtown Palm Springs. I got you. I was like, oh, she's doing do Oscar dance. parties too. <laughs> oh, I've been to many of Elton's uh, <laughs> Oscar parties. I bet you have. I yeah. told you, you bumped uglies with the best of them. <laughs> Speaking about bumping uglies, what are some of your favorite uh, films you worked on? What are like some of the things that stick out of, out of your mind the most? Oh, geez. You know, I, I've directed so many, but you've I guess- direct, You've directed every adult actor there is, really. I have, and I've directed a lot of straight stuff that I that I loved. Um, and I get guys to get their ass licked by the girls, which is was very hard to do, but now they're all doing it now. Um, God bless you. <laughs> and I, let's see, I have a series uh, that I did for All Worlds called Link. I did a Link series, which was Link, Link to Link, The Missing Link, The Final Link, and the and uh, Link the Evolution. What is and those? Were, those were amazing, very, very, very high budget films, and just like probably some of the most ambitious, most fabulous porn out there. What was very, the, what was the theme of it? Leather uh, kink. Uh, you know, we shot we shot one of the series at in a boat in the harbor in New York City. Uh, old uh, rusty uh, barge that was so fabulous. Wow. And I've shot, I did a movie with Johnny Hazard called Wrong Side of the Tracks, which was like a uh, part one and two. That was awesome. Um, I've directed many for Falcon. I've directed Heaven to Hell uh, and then Heaven to Hell uh, Earthbound, which was the sequel. And I've made a lot of really good movies. I just finished Tales from the Locker Room Part 2. And I'm hoping to do a movie called Shirts and Skins, possibly in New York City. Um, And now if you miss part one, can you catch up with part two? I think you can, but part one, it's better to see part one. It would be like going to see Don't Breathe 2 without seeing part one. I, I actually can tell you that you wouldn't have to see part one to see part two. I don't know. It really lost me when the guy started putting his, you know, pee pee in the wee wee. You know, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I get this. The what? You know, the pee pee and the wee wee. And I was like, I was lost. I was lost. Yeah, don't breathe. Yeah. You're girl. What are you talking about? (laughs) 
I don't know. There's a flat earther. He doesn't know. <laughs> I mean, my God. But I think you have to see Halloween, the new Halloween, before you <gasps> see Halloween 2. Ooh, okay. I will. I, I'm taking notes. Okay. This is true. Did you, do a, did you do a porn version of Halloween? No, 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 no. I'm talking about <laughs> the, new, the new Halloween, the one with Jamie Lee Curtis. I hope yes. the cast is Jamie Lee. And I'm a huge Scream fan. I'm, I'm really good friends with, uh, um, with Kevin Williams that, uh, Williamson that wrote Scream. And he's written a lot of the Screams, but he took his name off the one because I think Harvey Weinstein got in the way of- Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-huh. And so the new Scream is supposed to be like the best one. The, the one that's about to come out. Yeah, I've heard, yeah. Oh, amazing. So, I mean, I'm a, I'm a movie buff. I'm a, you know, I'm a huge music fan. I love all types of music. Um, I, that's why I love DJing because I'm a 15 year old girl trapped in a big drag queen body, honey. Yes. You had, so you said you also lost some weight at some point, right? Yeah, I used to be 360 pounds and I had gastric bypass surgery and lost uh-huh. about 100. My lowest weight I got down to was 170 and that was way too thin. Wow. Um, um, and that I, was after the surgery, the, like immediately yeah, after? losing weight. Okay. And so then I, I went back up to one, my, right now I'm at 195 and it's, I've managed to keep it off for like 15 years, which is amazing. Yeah. It's cause you really have to change your lifestyle in terms of just how you see food and think about yeah. things. And, it's and I, just my body doesn't let me overindulge in food. Mm -hmm. You know, in the, interim, in the interim, I became an alcoholic because all I could drink, all I could do was drink. And I, <laughs> I had a very serious problem with alcohol and, and um, had to go to rehab and, mm. you know, and when you're fat, you can drink a lot more than you can when you have a little gastric bypass stomach. Mm. Gotcha. Because what it is, is they tie an elastic around it, right? Like they, they tie it off. No, I had the full Monty gastric bypass surgery where they cut out half my stomach right okay I the old they, school I didn't do the band or i didn't do the sleeve or anything like that i did the i did the more drastic one yeah. right how was that for you coming from you know one body type to another was it a strange transition for you how did that yeah. feel but i loved it i loved being able to buy clothes and and honey i bought a pair of jeans every time i would lose weight <laughs> So I had size 50 waist, size 48 waist, size 46 waist, size 44 waist, size 42 waist, size 40 waist. You should and be then when I, hit, when I hit 38, I was so excited. Yes. And now I'm wearing like a 32. Look at you, yeah. 32. You sound yeah. like a Jenny Jones person where they pull the pants out and they throw them. They get another pair of pants and throw those. Yes, I mean, it's like, and I'm, I just love being able to, you know, and, and drag, I mean, my God, I, I can go buy, I bought dresses off the rack. Yes. Yeah, go, go hit that sirens, honey. Yes, honey. I and you that. know, there's a, there's a store that's really only in like Chicago, places it's called Akira, and they make mm -hmm. the craziest, wildest clothes. And like motorcycle jackets with fringes and colors and blah, blah, blah. And I went there with my friend, Honey West, when I was in Chicago and I bought the coolest motorcycle <sighs> jacket. We love it. We love a motorcycle jacket. I want to see you on that motorcycle. And I love the the hats. The I've, I've become addicted to the, you know, the the captain hat, the motorcycle hats. 
in every color. You know, yes. when I find something I like, I overindulge. It's, it's the addict in me. Is there right. a, fa okay. a favorite fetish for you to shoot? Is there a fetish that you're just like, ooh, this this is always fun? Well, I'm an oral queen. I like blowjobs and rimming. So I'm an oral, I'm an oral. Uh. Um, but I like, I mean, I love rimming. I love that's I mean, who doesn't love a rim? Right? Good old rim job, girl. Hillary. Yeah, I love rolling rolling up the rim to win at Tim Hortons. We're going to use that nose, and we're going to stick that nose up somebody's butt, honey. <laughs> oh, my God. On that bitch. Ah! Not in front of my daughter. She, she. <laughs> <laughs> so the rimming, the rimming is what Mom, good. what are you doing? Ah! <laughs> By the way, you're my porn mom now, Shishi. It's, oh, good. Uh, <laughs> I'm there. I'm. I'm. I'm I, I take it proudly. You're part of the house of licks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there any other tea you can spill for us? Any like backstage tea that was like just so scandalous? Give us a little tea, Shishi. Um, let's. Drag race related, porn related, you name it. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I know. Um, I don't have any spoilers on Drag Race because ever since she was doing the finals, you know, and people were telling people, you know, I mean, you know, Rue and I, I introduced her to BB Zaharbanay. Did you? Dakota. Yeah, That's so tea. that was tea. And then I knew that BB had won um, before she won. And mm -hmm. uh, I was so happy because I love BB. And, um, I brought Rue to the gay 90s. And when she saw BB perform, she was addicted. She was like, oh my God. Because BB's very like, when she does Diana Ross, she's very like, yes. very over exaggerated. So Rue loved it. So yeah, I get I get text messages every morning from RuPaul. And she's always sending me like overly, overly processed uh transsexuals and you know, crazy videos of crazy things and <laughs> Amazing. She's, she's crazy girl. I love her. I love, I love her. that. I love that there's also a connection between, you know, the girls from the 80s and the 90s. That's a, there was a huge surge in drag. And, there, you know, you all are still kind of connected somehow. I mean, with, I'm sure. What I'm not happy about, girl, is the fact that now, if you're not a RuPaul girl, you're not, you're, you're considered not really anything with uh, lots of clubs and stuff. And I feel bad for the local queens. And uh, you know the girls that haven't been on TV because the girls that have been on RuPaul, even the ones that got kicked off first, are getting all the gigs, and they're making a lot of money. Which yes, I don't yes, begrudge yes. them that. I don't begrudge them that, but you know, talent is talent, though. Talent is talent. Support your local drag, though. Support your local drag. Go I, out to a drag show in your town, and you know, go support your girls. I know there's a lot of people that are supporting by going to the drag brunches and um, and I'm doing drag brunch also at Oscars the same day that I'm DJing. And it's fun. It's fun to do a down and dirty drag show. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's fun. I think that's a great note of just like, you know, supporting drag that's not always drag race yes. because we lose yes. sight of like, oh, these are the drag queens that are important, but really the, the other drag queens- All drag queens are important to fucking squeeze your foot into one of those shoes and put on a pair of earrings and super glue it to your fucking ear and, yeah. and fucking spirit gum that wig to your head. And I mean, and those fucking hip pads and the fucking, <laughs> and, 
It's but a I, lot. I have to tell you, there's a reason why you guys have lasted. It's because you have the talent. You have the talent. You have the drive. And uh, people like Sherry Vine, Jackie B, Coco Peru, Farla, you're all just consummate performers and you love your art. You did an amazing list. And I, there was a rumor that RuPaul was going to do a, uh, a, a, a Legends. Season of Legends. And it yeah. was going to be Jackie and me and Barla and um, Sherry and Bunny and, um, you know, all the, all Lahetta. Yes. And, you know, and Coco and, but it would have been pretty great, but I don't know if it would have been a season or if it would have been like maybe three of them or, or, you know, I don't know. I can't sew, so <laughs> I can't style a wig. I can barely do my own makeup. I mean, we were talking with Coco, Coco is on the podcast and she, you know, she wears like tiny heels because she has an actual leg problem. So uh -huh. there's, certain, there's certain things that you gals well, can and can't so do. I was just in Detroit and did a show and I haven't done a show for a long time. And I, I pinched or pulled my sciatic nerve and I fell to the ground when they were bringing me back to my hotel and I was out of commission for three weeks. Yeah. And now I, I'm still have a limp. That's oh. the sciatic nerve is no joke, honey. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. And so I'm 61 years old for God's sake. I shouldn't be trouncing around in any form of high heel. No. I mean, did you did you see what they were doing on the socials to Coco a couple days like last week? No, they were just coming, they were coming for her constantly because I think she she's always a bitch to like yeah. Bianca or something like that. But then yeah, people were like, all in fun, they're best friends. Exactly, but people were just like, "Who are you to say this to her? You're nobody." They didn't know who Coco Peru was, and my mind That's was blown. Very it's a very very scary yeah. world. The fans of Drag Race, it's very yeah. scary. I've been on cruises with them yeah. oh god i used Get to be off this boat i used to do the drag race cruise yeah. if you look up on youtube you can see a the roast of michelle visage oh i've watched that i love it yeah i love it yeah, and, and, and bianca's the host and i go out first and i roast michelle and it was pretty fun it was pretty great and then you know bianca comes on and slays everybody <laughs> of course that's what she does yeah, uh, I absolutely. I love. I love talking with you about all this, Chichi. What's happening next with you? What's what can we expect from Shishi? Well, like I said, I'm going to. Um, I'm. I have a. I'm going to Columbus, and I'm doing the drag gigs, and then I'm. I'm. I just finished a movie, um, for Dragon Media called LAPD Part Two because Part One was so successful, oh. and I also did. Um, it's not I, LADP. No, it's LAPD. <sighs> Los Angeles police dads. <laughs> <laughs> I love the porn titles are great. Let me tell you. And then I also did LAFD, Los Angeles fire dads. Oh, it's a whole, it's a franchise. It is. And I'm going to be doing something really, really, really exciting. This is, nobody knows this. This is, this is. Exclusive. You're getting fresh tea here. I'm going to be starting a new thing. Um, I really don't want to say the title and I really don't want to say with who, but I'm doing a new uh, website um, that I'm going to be launching with a company and uh, it's going to be really exciting. Um, I, I successfully made Noir Mail and Icon Mail what they are today and stopped working for them 
because of an unfortunate, an unfortunate incident. Yeah, it happens. Yep, it does. And now sometimes, I'm on sometimes you have to give And also the pandemic happened. This is true. This has yeah. changed everybody's lives. We all have a new beginning from this kind of. I know I have. Yeah, don't worry. You can come on over with us at flatearthers.com and, and, and do anything you want with us. Okay. <laughs> no, Hillary, it's flatearthersxxx.com. What is it called? Sure. I don't Whatever. know. We're all, we're all flat all the time. It's all flat, flat, flat. Oh, flat. Flat.com. <laughs> flat flat oh, you thought I said fat earthers? That too. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't know what you were saying, but I was like, <laughs> I get it now. I get it now. <laughs> it's a subsidiary. It's a subsidiary of fat earthers. Yeah. You yeah. know the people that believe in the flat earth. Well, she's right here. There you go. <laughs> so, hey, Shishi, should we talk about the latest episode of Drag Race with you? You watched sure. it, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Are you watching? You watched this whole season? Yes, I have. How are you feeling about it? it? I'm addicted to it. I, I say I'm not going to watch it, but then I become addicted. <laughs> you know, I have Paramount Plus, so why not watch it? This is true. Uh, we, we were talking with Shori Vine at one point, too, and she said she watches them because it's a part of pop culture now, too. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like your job as a, as a drag artist is to, you know, the pop culture irreverence is to know all those well, references. All those girls are my friends. I mean, the I ones that are all-stars are the girls that, you know, I knew Sonique when she was just a cute little blonde boy and met her through Morgan, and we hit it off and became instant friends. And I'm kind of kind of hoping that she wins yeah we are so proud to see like the trans representation it's a great season for representation yes yeah this is really important for not just the drag community but the queer community and you know yeah. everybody just have trans representation poc big girls older well, queens. okay speaking of big girls if silky doesn't get back on there i there's don't, gonna be don't, spoilers, spoilers, they don't know. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. You don't know? We have well, they haven't gotten there. We're gonna get there with the river. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Close your ears, squirrels. Don't let Shishi come inside you. Okay. <laughs> Not yet. Hold your load. So we're getting to this episode. What is that a, what was that? A, oh, it's a cattail. Yes, my kitty. <laughs> goblin who desperately wants to walk on the computer and screw everything. I hear Goblin's a star. Goblin is the best. Goblin's a cutie kitty. <laughs> hey, kitty girl. <laughs> All right. So, kitty. <laughs> who went home in the last week's episode? Eureka went home. Yeah. How, how did we feel about that? About what? I'm sorry. Eureka. She went home. How did you feel about that? Um, you know, I... Did she? The, the last week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you know, I... I have some feelings on some certain lip syncs and um, uh, who who beat Eureka? Um, Alexis Mateo? For what? No, who beat Eureka? Who was her lip sync assassin? Oh, for this? Like, for it this was Cameron Michaels, I think, came on. Oh, Cameron Michaels lip synced against... Uh, uh, Raja. She lip synced against uh, Raja. Right, yeah. right, right, right. right. Yeah. And that right. whole scandal about why was that such a horrible song and why people get mad that they had that song and it was like, what do you mean that's a great song? I don't know. I I'm confused about it too. Cameron was just really mad at herself for some reason. What was the scandal? I missed, I missed the scandal. Great. What she was did it? Great. 
She was just like, oh, I didn't do as good as I could have. And blah, 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 blah. She posted all over her media. They blamed the song. Yes. The fact that it wasn't a good lip sync song. And yes, it was. Every song is a good lip sync song. Yeah. Your job as an entertainer is to take any song and make it fabulous. (gasps) You know what? As comedy queens, that's kind of what our gift is, is you just take it and you work with what you have. Yes. So Eureka went home and the girls were in their final four. It's Kylie Sonique Love, Raja O'Hara, Ginger Minj, and Trinity K. Bonet. And they are all good. All amazing. All great. Oh, yeah. This has been a really great season and very strong. There's three double winners and uh, and Kylie's still there. So it's very exciting. Eureka well, hadn't won any challenges. So I mean, no. I think I think that it was fair that they sent her home. Well, that's yeah. all stars rules is really up to however you want to play. You can do backstabbing yeah. alliances, but they were being, they're playing an honest game of track record. So yeah. that's it. And I, I mean, I was devastated when Pandora went home because I love her so much, but she was beaten down. She was beaten down. And, Aww. and I love Pandora. She's amazing. And I mean, to, to me, she's a true all-star. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, but she was, all the other girls got to her. She doesn't have a strong enough personality to yeah. overshadow those girls like Eureka, who is bigger than life, and Sonique, and all those girls. They're 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 uh, they're powerhouses in the personality department. It's true. It's been a big personality season for sure. You got to stand out. That's part of being an all star, baby. Yeah. So we get a little. Woo! sound and we find out that there's some mail from RuPaul and the girls are like this is too late for this to happen what's going yep. on yep and the TV turns on here comes Carson Kressley we're getting a lot of sports references yep. <laughs> and we find out that there was a game within a game within the game within the game and that all the girls that have been eliminated have been coming back to the runway after it's been completed to lip sync against the person who Which I us fucking fabulous and I have to say that that episode was one of my favorites ever because it was actually like watching a show it, it was, was. Like watching right. a freaking show and watching a drag show and watch them all compete like a battle like a ball darling I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it but you know what I got into it I was like all right this is not a bad I kind of enjoyed this it's fun yeah. Yeah, it was like dragception and it was they had those like Mortal Kombat style intros every time where it was like one versus one. Yes, or, yes. You know, I mean I, love I, those. I thought it was great. Now I didn't agree with the first one. I thought that Serena Cha Cha was the better lip singer. Well, let's get Good there. Point. So point. the girls find out that this is what's happening in the game within the game. Yep. And so we find out the first round is going to be Serena Chacha, who went home first against Julie, Jiggly Caliente. Yep. And so they're both back on the runway. And what are we lip syncing? The song is Free Your Mind in Vogue, one of my favorites. I thought this That's was a really song great song. It's do. a great song. Yeah. I love how it starts. It's one of the best starting songs. Yes. And so, as you were saying, you thought Serena did that. What are our thoughts? I mean, and I love Jiggly. I love, 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 love. And she looks fucking like a million bucks. Yeah. Um, But I thought that Serena outdid her. I was very surprised. Hills? Oh, yeah, you know what? I think I kind of agree. Uh, It was a weird editing thing when she ran back there was like this moment where she runs back to the end of the stage 
And they did this editing thing where they kind of made it into a joke, like, and I was like, why? I think that. And when she started hopping, when she bent, like squatted down and was hopping forward, it was, listen, I thought she slayed. I thought she slayed. I really did. Yeah, they they made that seem stupid, but it was actually kind of cool. Yeah. So I didn't understand that. Um, Yeah. You know what's I, interesting to me is Serena, there's a drag queen in Toronto who's very well known, Safonda Cox. You love yes, that name, I know. Safonda. You know Safonda, mm-hmm. who actually is very close friends with Serena Chacha. And I'm actually seeing Serena being very similar to Safonda in terms of aesthetic and performance style. And yeah. I really saw it in that number, was like very Safonda to me. So it was like, oh, okay, there's there's an evolution to Serena here. And I did thought she, yeah. I thought she did a great job. Well, her, her mug was amazing. Her outfit was amazing. Her reveal. Yes was amazing she tore it up i thought and don't get me wrong i thought jiggly was great but i think she was a little subdued and i thought serena tore it up i thought she should have won i will say i did enjoy jiggly's hair whipping you know we haven't seen jiggly hair whip before i love that and you know what i do enjoy when she drops into the splits it's always a moment for jiggly yeah and she she played it sensual. It was kind of hard. It was like, I don't know. Uh, it could have gone either way. But man, Serena's outfit was really nice. And Serena, I, I think that was the best job I've seen Serena do in any season. Which, you know yeah. what? That's a win. That's a win for her. She's, she yeah. had a good final showing on the show. Congratulations, yep. honey. You did it. Yes. So I would have, I would agree with you. I would have said Serena Chacha, but it wasn't. It was Jiggly Caliente. Hey, hey, hey. A fan. Jiggly's a fan favorite, so. Yeah. So I'm, wonder, I'm wondering if that kind of helped push her over the edge when it was like kind of 50-50. It was like, well, let's just go with Jiggly. Yeah. Could be. Um, we know RuPaul loves a Jiggly. Yes. Also, I really love the fact. <laughs> yes, mama. It, yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry, babe. I really love the fact that in between these now, it comes back to Carson and then it's like, okay, now we'll have someone coming up. And then it's like the com- time for a commercial break, but th- we all know that this is all online right now. So this is <laughs> fake <Yes>. commercial break. <laughs> There's no commercials on Paramount I Plus. know. <laughs> Which is a plus. Which is a plus. That is a plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we find the next group is going to be, of course, Jiggly, who's moving on against Silky, who's out third. Silky Net by Ganache. And uh, what are we doing with them? They're doing Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Cindy Lauper. Yeah. You know, that song kind of bores me. Same, actually, yeah, same. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm an 80s fan. I love Cindy, but I, I mean, it's like, it would have been like if they would have put on Everybody by Madonna or, you know, just some. 80s song that just yeah i don't know i i i was not excited about that but but silky tore it up listen i was really really truly engaged by silky doing this song and this is the song yeah. i would associate with silky but she took it and she delivered something because she happened she's the gimmick queen i mean she's fucking got <laughs> a, a full bar in her bra yeah so this is what happened she pulls out a bag of ice how did that not melt that's the question of life and she pulls out a rocks class pours the ice in pulls out a, a like bottle a, of of of, uh, of crown, crown royal crown royale and then also a little juice to mix it but she had like <laughs> the, the full mini bar she was a full operation totally and let's also say she brought out like the fun dance moves too she wasn't so just vi- she wasn't just vibing she was like doing the fist thing Honey, she can 
move. Oh that yeah. Big girl can move. <laughs> and he, be, it's careful, Silky. be careful, Silky. Don't pull your sciatica nerve. Don't let that. <laughs> yeah. Don't pull her sciatica. Yes. I really enjoyed this. So for me, I was just watching Silky the whole time because she yeah. was, you know, she had the gags yeah. of it. But she also was very entertaining in terms of just yeah. the moving around and she was just, yeah. she looked great. Yeah. Yeah. I felt a little bad for Jiggly. I mean, she was doing it her own gag. She had her little lollipop as a microphone. It was a little bit, you know, ah. um, and it, it's interesting because going forward, a lot of people I've been noticing have been criticized. And I suspect this is veiled racism and fat phobia, but like, They've been criticizing Silky for being a prop queen and being like, oh, you just use your props to get ahead. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm telling you right now that if I go to a show and a queen is working it and pulls out props, I'm living. Yes. Yes. We love uh, props in this house. We, I was a prop queen. Of you know, course. I do gimmicks and put a baby in my under my dress and have her and have a baby on stage and do all, you know, all the different things. And it was it's fun. That's a show. You're yes. on a fucking show. Yes. Whatever it takes. Props aren't just for the bedroom anymore. And also you have to like, you know, when you use a prop, you have to use it properly. <laughs> Pun. Just have, it, just have something to have something. It was like everything no. he did was enhanced her performance. She was it a girl. Really she was having fun. Yes. That really did. Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> Strap a bra to your bar and drink. <laughs> Do you love the song now? Do you love it? Do you love it? No, I, I just didn't <laughs> say about it. Well, you just came up with your own parody album for it. So, you know, really set on iTunes. So Silky wins. Silky wins her first lip sync, and we say goodbye to Jiggly. Yeah. And then who's up next? Here comes Yara Sophia, one of my personal favorites from this whole franchise. Love Yara. Yes, and going. Come on. She always, I, I just can't get up. She just does that. Ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Yara has, Yara is probably one of the nicest girls of the bunch. Yeah. But I think that she, I don't know, I felt like she could maybe gave up a little bit. So it's, it's Yara versus Silky. They're doing Point of No Return expose. Yep. And uh, I agree. I didn't feel the fire from Yara as much yeah. as I was hoping to, because we've yeah. seen Yara on fire. Oh, my ass. Yes. You know? And now uh, it wasn't as fired. No, and Silky deserved to win that. Yeah, what was Silky's gag with that one? She had a gag each time. Um, well, honestly, she, she danced it out. She had a little reveal. And then she went to the back of the stage and she took out a bottle of water and she started pouring it all over oh, herself. Oh, right. That was it. But honestly, she just danced it out for the most part and yeah. just cooled herself down because, girl, she's a big girl and you need she it. Went. Didn't she throw herself <laughs> into a split? Oh, she, she was this the, the one? She was wearing the fringe. Yeah. yeah. She did it that she was doing the high kicks. Yeah. And she threw herself down into a into the splits. Yeah, she, she, I think she did a splits. Yeah. yeah. But Yara oh. was also playing her pussy guitar and that was commendable. Yes, that was her yeah, best it, part. It, was, <laughs> it, was, it went on too long. <laughs> but it was good. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, I love Yara. So I thought she's, I think she's great. But I think, again, Jiggly won that one. Me too. I do wish Yara went further on this series, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So Silky won this one. She's moving on. She's won uh, three of three. No, two of two. So that's two. Yeah. Two. two. Okay, two of two. Yes. Here we get. We'll go back to Scarlet Envy is next. She's coming yes. out in this cat suit. Like a 
fucking supermodel. Gorgeous. Yes. She looks like oh, she looks like. My God. Oh my, I've never seen her look so beautiful. She, Cindy Crawford. God damn it, she looked amazing. She looked yeah, that, really that bodysuit looked heavy. It looked yeah. heavy. Yeah, she looked, <laughs> she looked amazing. And you know, she's listen, I like Scarlett. She's kind of one of those dry humor girls, like very dry, very milk, very like um, you know, just kind of dry. Milk of magnesia where she just goes through you. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was, what song was that? So that was against Silky again. They're doing Song for the Lonely and it was Cher. Cher oh, Cher. which is, you know, one of the best songs ever because Cher is my goddess. So, I mean, RuPaul won that lip sync contest as far as I know. <laughs> This is true. So I'll, I'll be honest. I was disappointed. I thought Scarlett looked incredible, but was yeah. really flat. I didn't really get anything out of her. No. And I was like, they kind of custom, you know, when it comes to songs, certain songs fit certain people. I thought it was kind of tailor made for her. And oh, I was yeah. really, I was really impressed by Silky to pull that out. This isn't necessarily the song that Silky would excel in. No, but she did. She did. And she pulled out a flag. Yeah. Yeah. Some flag work. Yeah, again, like the props, like I, I just thought she she kind of elevated it. You know, she was telling it to us and then she got the flag and she started doing like actual flag crap. Like what? That was yeah. awesome. Like um, that, uh, that Scarlett put all of her effort into the look. And then when it came to the lip sync, she was a little, like a little dead. That's kind of the story of drag Rue girls though, isn't it? Where you get booked to do a gig, you look great. You do the meet and greet, but what else do you have to deliver sometimes? Oh, a little oh. shady. I've seen Scarlett de deliver great performances. This was a flat one. Oh, sure. I mean, she also did the the share thing, the the tongue thing, like right yeah. at the end. And I, as soon as she did that, like in part two, when Silky had the flag, I was like. Yeah, no, it was the everybody. That's your trick? Okay. <laughs> we were all looking. I don't know, but I mean, as far as I'm concerned, everybody was looking at Silky. Yeah. She stood out for me and she won. And I thought that was fair. She won three for three at this point. No, the next one was a gag. The next, the next one was a gag. Oh, yes. It was a gag, honey. Here we go. So it is going to be supposed to be. Silky comes out first in like full rhinestone burka, I suppose. Yeah. And then <laughs> the, the reveal happens. We're like, who's coming out? It's supposed to be Akira. She was mm -hmm. next up. But we find out the gag is. She said no. Wow. She turned down the invite. You know, I think that Akira was just done. There are some girls that have been on RuPaul's Drag Race that are just done. It's a lot. It's taxing. It's it's a mental journey. She mm -hmm. had a, she had a rough ride because she was in the bottom for the majority of it. So I feel like she yeah. just thought there was no way. And the thing about that is, is she's so popular in her town, and she's such an amazing performer and so loved that it's probably hard for her, you know, like to come from this world that like worships her to being in the bottom and, and you know, be getting getting kicked off and stuff. It's, it's hard for some girls. She had a great first season. She was in the top four, you know, she was. And so this was a, a harder season for a curious particularly. So for yeah. that reason, I understand why she turned down the invite. I think it's fair. 
But let's go to the positive because Silky was fucking amazing. Okay, so yeah. we find out that Silky, she, she could have just gone home, but she asked. Well, she wouldn't have won. She wouldn't have won. Akira wouldn't have won against that lip sync. <laughs> no. So what was it? They were doing Barbie it was Girl the half Aqua. Boy, half girl. It was the. It was. Um, it was. It was Barbie Girl. One of the best. Yep. And so she's doing Barbie Girl. We find out she's got the half Barbie, half Ken. It was really, I was, really it was probably one of my favorite lip syncs. And she's lip yeah. syncing against herself. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be go down in her story is one of the best on the show, yeah. I feel. Yep. 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 I mean, also just the way she planned it out. Like, no matter what, no matter what Silky's going to come yeah. back as a lip sync assassin. Oh, yeah. yes. I mean, halfway through, she went down on the floor and did the WAP uh pelvic thrust yeah and, and then rolled over and then was yeah, the girl and rolled over brilliant <laughs> it was amazing yeah rupaul this, was gagging this was is amazing. a great redemption series for silky because she had a real rough first series and especially you know she built up her lip syncing in that series and then when she did it she got the meh and so this is kind of a redemption of okay you know this person really can't perform well, they, they, i'm sorry and then they wanted her to be more like she was in her season, but she didn't want to be like that because she got so much flack from the fans and stuff for being so aggressive. Yeah, and so she, she brought it down and she brought it too far down. That was why so, she would have been eliminated. But you know what's interesting is I just lost my thought on this. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> very interesting, Becky. Very interesting. Well, right. shall we move on to Jan? Jan, Jan, she's our man. <laughs> That was the best read. <laughs> I, think Jan, I think Jan is awesome, but I think again, a little bit, a little bit full of herself. Oh, and, oh, and oh for sure, for sure. Press and believes her own press and believes too much, and she needed to loosen up a lot. Well, I she's lost in the jantasy, you know, the jantasy of it all. The song they did it was. Uh, a uh, uh, heartbreaker, Pat Benatar. Oh, one of my favorite songs ever. And she looked it. She Love looked like a rocker. Song. She had the moment. I was concerned for yeah. Silky because I was like, I don't know how Silky's going to do this. And I actually was, I was kind of feeling Jan. Fucking fabulous. Well, I was feeling Jan in this lip sync. I got to tell you, definitely. Jan. Yeah. yeah. So I was concerned yeah. until here comes the prop. <laughs> She's got Prince's guitar. Guitar with Gene. Gene, so great. A genius. It was yeah, she, just, I mean, she brought it home. Yeah. So then I had a problem with the next one. Well, okay, here we go. Let's get I guess let's get into it. So Jan went home. I actually thought Jan would have won that to be honest. But um did you did you guys agree with that or you thought silky? You thought silky? No, I thought silky. Well, yeah, when I watched it a second time, honestly, I thought silky did kind of keep up with jan like if you watch like she was doing it but that guitar yeah. it just killed it ended it ended it was over and they both had wig reveals so like it, it, it was, was, that was pretty awesome jan's wig reveal was pretty awesome i thought oh. i thought for a minute that her wig fell off oh yeah when i first saw it i was like girl glue your lace down but then it came off yeah. and i was like oh okay yeah <laughs> so i mean no i i thought silky won that one well, this is what happens. Silky Nutmeggy Ganache gets her fifth win. Yeah. Yeah. So she's five. going up against, here comes Pandora Box was the next person. Now, they, they really saved this late in the season. There was a lot of eliminations. A yeah. lot of girls waiting on ice. 
So it's Silky vs. Uh, Pandora doing Focus by Ariana Grande. What are your thoughts, Shushi, on this? I don't look at Pandora as someone that does pop songs. And I look at Pandora as more of a comedy, more of like a Doris Day, more of like a, like, like a, you know, classical kind of girl. And she looked amazing. She did. Yeah. But I just think that that was not a, that was not a song for her. And again, I thought Silky outdid her in the lip sync, but I just think, you know, Pandora just was, I think Pandora was also beaten down by all the big personalities. To be fair, I didn't feel like it was a song for Silky either necessarily. Uh, I don't think no, this is something Silky, Silky would do. That she could do anything. Yeah, but also, you mean that's Pandora's a comedy gal? That's part of the gig. You got to do anything to Pandora. Yeah. So I did yeah. feel like there was missed opportunities for Pandora in this. And uh, But you know what? She yeah. ended up, at the end of the day, she made it very far. Yeah. I think yeah. she really, she redeemed herself from her first All-Star season, which was really toxic for her. Um, I always whole... break down though, and cry or like have a nervous breakdown every week. And like, she was so beaten down, like so sad and so downtrodden. And but nothing happened you know, to her on the race, though. There was something personal happening inside her for that. I feel. Yeah, I know Pandora really, really well. I've been to a lot of places with Pandora. We've been to Washington together. We've been to New Orleans together. We have been on cruises together. I consider Pandora a really good friend, and she's stepped up her look like a thousand percent. Yeah, but. It's just, she doesn't, I don't know if she believes in herself enough. I don't know. Totally, I don't know. yeah. You know what, those demons never go away. It doesn't matter right. how long you've been in the biz, those demons are always there. You gotta check them, you gotta figure out how to balance them. When you have big personalities in the room like Eureka and Jan and, and those girls, you're gonna, you have to step your pussy up and be, no matter what. This is true. So, this is true. I still love her and hopefully she'll be on All Stars 7. <laughs> yes. All Stars <laughs> Give her another yeah. take. Give her another yeah. take. Yeah. So I Silky. I want to come back. Who? I want fucking Tempest Dijour to come back. Me too. Yes, Tempest. Honestly, she is one of my favorite queens yeah, on first ever. I think she's so iconic and I can't, I think, I think she could. I think she could. It'd be great to do like a uh, a season or like a an all star with all girls that went home first. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, Alyssa Summers. Why not? Oh, Eureka's next. Yeah, so that that was Silky's sixth win. She's doing very well. Um, yeah. And what what I my my thought that I had lost earlier was that a lot of people after Silky season canceled her bookings. They canceled yeah. all her bookings. She lost a lot of gigs. She even spoke about that on the show. And this is yeah. kind of her saying, you know what? F you, fuck you. I was totally worth those bookings. You should never have canceled me. And uh, I really but love that she, for her. Very ostracized by the fans and by, so the clubs just kind of thought that she would be poisoned. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, I think she's doing a full redemption and, and uh, hopefully she'll get those gigs back. We love that. I love to see that for myself personally. I want to see the girls do, you know, everybody should be treated with respect. Doesn't matter how you do on the show. 
Mm-hmm. There's a couple of girls on there that I don't have any desire to see again or work with again. Or who she she? <laughs> who? <laughs> She's professional. She won't tell. <laughs> Those are locked up in her burn book. So <laughs> one day I'll say it in, a, in my second book. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta put that. In, put it in writing. So yeah, like we said, it's Eureka's up next. It's Eureka mm-hmm. Silky. We're doing Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. So Eureka actually had just finished her last runway and yeah. she literally has her same makeup on, has to change into another look. She's had a very long day. Yeah. Well, they all have, haven't they? Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I think they all thing. had to go back on after they got, after oh, Ruth talked them. They yeah. all had to go back on. Can you imagine like what a long day? Like, how long was that day? Like, how did that go? I don't know if that's I I don't know if that's true because they did take off their makeup, and this is the only one where Eureka didn't take off her makeup. So, oh, right, I feel like they carried it over to the next week. No, but like no, Rue was no, in the same thing. Rue was dressed in the same outfit, yeah. so I think they had to put their makeup back on and go back out. Yeah, because they're not going to get Rue to do it twice. Come yeah. on. Brutal. Brutal. I've been to many of the finale tapings and the last one I went to, girl, I was there with Sister Roma for eight hours. Oh my. Did you get hemorrhoids? Were you sitting so long you developed hemorrhoids? Ruth sat in a chair and did not move, but she would every once in a while look over at me and give me a smile. And like she was telling me, I think, Thank you for not leaving. <laughs> you were leaving, leaving, leaving. And then she actually called me and said, I, I just want to say thank you so much for not leaving and for you laughing so hard and being such a great <laughs> audience member. And, Aww. you know, it was, yeah, that's kind of rude that people got up and left. But yeah, there's a thing to being a good audience member. We talk about that all the time. And yeah. as performer to performer, it's important to support the other people. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're coming oh, to my okay. show. You're coming to my eight-hour show, Shishi. It's already been set. Okay, <laughs> back to the back to Eureka and and Silky. So, what do we think? The minute I saw Silky come out in the Missy Elliott uh, thing, I thought it was <laughs> and it was. I kind of cringed because she couldn't get out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is another gag. She's got chips. So her story is about a weight loss that her mom had, I guess. So she put on a bigger suit i guess it's an air suit i don't even know what you call this well, well like, you, you can like get them it's like a yeah. suit yeah you can get them at like the halloween store they're they're fun yeah. they're a gag they, they inflate but like but she couldn't get it off her foot which i think was strange but i'm telling you right now that if she doesn't win after winning six in a row there's a problem it's like what what all of a sudden eureka gets on stage and she was good, but it wasn't that good. It wasn't no. like the end all, end all lip sync. And Since You've Been Gone is actually one of my favorite songs to play in DJ gigs and stuff like that. But it was a weird song to have those two lip sync to. And they were both doing things for the mom, like Eureka's mom passed, so it was kind of an O to her mother as well. Yeah. So it's again, it's yeah. hard to judge things when you're doing things for people who have passed. It's, yeah. I, I personally don't like it in competition settings because there's an element of just you can't disconnect from their emotions to like that. kind of like i'm going to use this this yeah. uh gag to get sympathy votes a little a little bit uh, yeah. yeah i i think silky i think silky deserves to win just because of the track record of the night 
you know what? When you're doing gags and props and stuff, sometimes they don't go the way you choose or the way you think they would. And if they make, if they take it away from her because of that, then they're not, they're, I don't know. You know what could happen? Maybe it's a double Shantae. I hope so. I'm really hoping. Fingers crossed. That would be amazing. The season will never end. That would be amazing. And those girls will be pissed. (laughs) Yep. You know what? Silky does deserve it. She worked her ass off. She literally probably worked her ass off. She's probably a size. She's gone down a size. (laughs) Eureka too. Eureka did a great job. I really have been a big fan of her. So I I like both of them. And I like that there's two big girls. I think they're so important to have that representation. It would be amazing if they both went on there. But I, I, I mean, it's getting down to the wire, isn't it? Close to the finale is it like next week. Will yeah. Be, next week will be her, whoever wins to go back so, goes back on, and then someone will be eliminated, and that's the top four. Could be, could be yeah. something cool. like that. So that is we're left on a cliffhanger. We don't know who's coming back. Could be both. Could be one. Could be none. Right. If it's none, that's a real kick. It won't be none. It'll be it'll be one. But <laughs> it's gotta be it's one. Great if it was two. Yeah. So we're gonna we gotta wait till next week to find that out, and the top four has to wait as well. Yeah. Well, are- actually, I heard that then there was going to be a game within a game within a game within a game, and they're going to play Parcheesi. Go to like this place and play a game. Yes. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. We're going to we're going to be in the ball pit next. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Happy meals for everybody. <laughs> who are who is your choice to win? Who's your pick right now, Shishi? Me. Um. Yeah. Well, I have a soft spot in my heart for Sonique, mm-hmm. and I think that she has- she's done incredible stepped up her puss girl i mean she used to be so shy and so i mean she found she's found her true self talking about balancing with big personalities yes she's living her true life and i love that i love that for her um i also like raja yeah a lot and um who else is there oh trinity i like trinity i I don't she know. looked. She looked a little bit like a Sarah Puss on the couch. Yeah. Like always looks like a Sarah Puss, and she's like, <laughs> if one of those bitches comes back, I'm gonna get so mad. It's like, okay, girl, come on. We know who's happens. the other one. Who's the last one? Uh, Ginger. Oh, well, I love Ginger. She's she's amazing too. So I mean, I wouldn't. I my pick for my taste is Sonique. I'm with Good you call. on that. I'm with Good you call. on that. I'm really hoping for Kylie. She's done, she's knocked everything out. She surprised me yeah. in her level of performance. And I think that trans representation, a trans woman, people need to know that this yeah. is high quality drag that made the drag queens of today is trans I mean, I was drag. Rooting for, I was rooting for Milk last season. Or um, oh. I'm sorry, Got Mick. Got Mick. Got Mick, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Me too. I was. I loved I loved that representation. They did an amazing job as well. So this this representation really does matter. And yeah. uh, we're loving seeing it this season. Hells, who's your pick right now? Yeah. Um, you know, I think Raja is kicking it up there. So maybe right now for me, it's Raja. She's just killing it. Yeah. She's, she's very funny. She's very funny. Hilarious. So well rounded. So well rounded too. Yeah. To, it would make a great oh, winner. My God. And it would be that would be a great story. You know, she was also left on a very sour note on her season. She didn't last very long, so it would be kind of interesting to have Raj as a winner. Sure, totally. Yeah. How about oh, you, lady? I, I'm with Kylie on this. I think oh. I'm, I'm I'm on Team Kylie. I'm really enjoying her. So yeah, Team Kylie. Well, two for Kylie, one for Raja. So we'll have to wait till next. Well, this 
Okay. We'll she's going to be joining us for the next 10 podcasts. We're going to dissect them all together. Well, you never know. Maybe Silky will come in for the win. We'll, we'll see if she gets back on. Well, that <laughs> would be pretty amazing. That would yeah. be, I would be happy with that too. It would be right? a gag. I would be gagged for that too. That would be gag rooting. We love a gag. We love to be gooped. Yep. Hey, Shishi, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank podcast. you. It's so fun. I'm so, so glad my, you're my bucket list is to come up to Toronto to do a drag show with you guys and finally maybe get to and um, <laughs> you, and I, you and I can talk shop. We can go have some ice cream. Yeah. yeah. If you want to put it up my butt, put it up my butt. Who cares? No, mom, don't say that. No. I love a soft serve. Yes, it's a hot, soft poutine butt wrap. Oh my God. Just as long as you use a towel Wait, or something. You know, you know, Extra food, cheese curds, please. Oh. Food, <gasps> food euphemisms get Hillary off more than anything. This is her. Oh. She loves cake. cake. <laughs> one thing I don't like doing is food porn. I don't like adding, I don't like <laughs> food involved in my porn i don't me like neither I, you know, I don't, i'm not i'm not into that like, yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, don't I just like eat it i just eat it strawberries and cream up the crack i don't know <laughs> get that strawberries out of my crack <laughs> thank all right guys well i love you i am gonna go to bed and watch my shows and thank you so much for asking me to do this it was really fun and i would love to do another one sometime i really yeah, would I love be on, that. on the final or like after when they Crown the queen. We would love to have you back anytime, Shishi. Thank you so oh. much for joining us. You, again, you are an icon. You are a legend. You are my drag mother now. My poor mother. <laughs> and I can't wait for us to talk together uh, more yes. often. Thank yeah. you so much, Squirrels, for listening to the podcast. We will talk to you next week when we find out who's coming back. Thank you, Hillary. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Been, Thank I've, you. I've Thank been Vicky Mooks and uh, Shishi LaRue. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.